0: Blended. And I'm very very full, full. I know, it's like it's really sudden Full of rice Full of beans <sighs> Beans Um, welcome back to another episode of Honestly <laughs> A podcast With Zoe and Logan That was Logan And that was Zoe And we're back together again We're back together in person, how incredible wow. Amazing, so much better I do, I will say, Zoom is not ideal It's not great I can't believe we used it for so long Outstanding like work by us. <laughs> months and months. Um, and then we had to go back to it for one week, and I was like, this is the worst it's thing so ever. It's so bad, because it's like, I heard your story, but then, like, listening back and editing it, I was like, oh, no, this, like, cut out for me, or, like, I didn't hear that part, or, oh, like... No. <laughs> so I was learning new things the second time around. There you go. <laughs> learning is so important. The gift that kept giving. And Zoom. that's beautiful. Thank you, Zoom. New we're slogan so, for you. We're so grateful for all that you do for us. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I'm okay. I need to tell you something extremely embarrassing that <gasps> happened to me yesterday. Oh my god. This <laughs> is <an> honestly <laughs> exclusive. I was waiting to tell you here. My sister sent me a Instagram picture of her using one of the filters that's like, what horror subgenre are you? Uh-huh. I sent her one back sitting on the toilet with my devil headband. Uh-huh. Later, friend of the pod, Katrina, messaged me, I love that headband, and I went, huh? And looked, and I sent it to Nadia, but I also put it in my store. <laughs> no! Yes, but it was at, like, 11.47 at night, so, like, only, like, five people saw it, so I immediately deleted it. But I'm fully on the toilet in my little devil With like a thick layer of (laughs) moisturizer on my face. Oh my god! Thank you, Katrina, for responding because if you hadn't, I never would have known. I can't (laughs) believe I missed that. (laughs) (laughs) The panic that surged through my body. I'm surprised I slept (laughs) (laughs) Like, like truly. I was like, no, but. That. Instagram changed something, though, with, like, sending. Oh, did they? So be careful. <laughs> be careful. Oh, my God. That's my. scary world out there. My biggest fear, because, like, I use my close friend story occasionally, yes. as you know, because yes. you're the only person yes. on it, which I think is, like, the preferred way of using um, yeah. Instagram close friends. Just have one, just one friend. Percent. Just one person. That's it. Um, but I always get worried when I post something, because I'm like, oh, I'm posting yeah. this to my main story. Yeah. <laughs> you could just. Skip all those steps and just go straight to posting you on the toilet <laughs> That's, like, my nightmare, and I did it. <laughs> That's incredible. I just really needed to share that with you. Oh, my God. And then after Katrina had, like, messaged me, Nadia messaged me, too, and she was like, I hope you're not pooping in that. And I was like, what? How are you seeing this? I wasn't pooping, though. I was just having a rest <laughs> to send to the Instagram story, which is perhaps... More embarrassing than if oh. I was pooping. I'm just having a rest. <laughs> I was just taking a little <laughs> sit down break. Oh my God. That's incredible. Um, Thank <laughs> you so much for You're sharing so that welcome. with me. I was waiting for this moment to tell you. I was going to say, we fully have had so many conversations yeah. since I've been I was over this I saving this. That's really beautiful. I wish yeah. I had something equally as... Well, I mean, I told you I found my letter that I wrote to myself yes! in high school. I wish I. I'll read it on the pod next week. You um, when Zoe and I were in high school, and um, I guess it would have been uh, grade 12 when you're 17, and, and love green beans. And love green beans. They, for whatever reason,. Asked us to write a letter to ourselves in 10 years. I think because it was the 70th anniversary of our high school. Uh, And so they're like, write a letter for 10 years from now. It'll be the 80th anniversary. Um, And so the 10-year anniversary of that was 2021. And I remembered the other day that this letter existed. And I found it. And what a trip it was! So <laughs> stay I, stay tuned. I was telling Zoe about it, but I meant to bring it to show it to her. So hopefully next week I'll remember, and we can unpack we that together. Dissect. I have no idea where mine would be. I really can you try to find it? I'm, I'll look. I don't know where it would be. Oh my god! Maybe, maybe in my yearbooks. It. Like maybe I put it in. Maybe. That would be a smart place to put it, but I don't know. <laughs> Which means it's yeah, probably <laughs> not it's there. It's probably not there, but I will look. I think because I would don't be... see me throwing away something like that. Yeah. Because I keep.
1: Everything. Everything so
0: I know that's how I I'm felt about hunt. mine. I was like, I've had this thing floating around for ten years. I'd like find it over the years and be like, ah yeah. six more years until <laughs> I can open that. Like I took it really seriously. Yeah. I was like, I cannot open that. Don't this. even think about opening that envelope. Um and then I opened it and it was incredible. Um so I'll maybe I'll read that on the pod next week. <laughs> I'm ready. Because that was interesting. <laughs> it's, a, it's a ride. It's a journey. <laughs> it's It's all about the journey, not the destination. Exactly. Especially if that destination is you sitting on the toilet with the devil headband and posting that to your Instagram story. Yes, I... I'm glad the time of day or night that I posted oh my it God. because yeah, only like five people saw. Who were the other people? I can't. Like, I deleted it so quickly You're that like, I didn't I'm, even want to look. I'm blacking that um, out. Yeah, I think one was Brienne. Okay. Cool. Safe. Cool, cool. Um, Nadia, of course. Great. <laughs> Katrina. Great. So we're just, too unaccounted just two unaccounted for. I don't know. And I'll never know because I deleted it with such swiftness. Um, I have never moved so fast in my life. Oh my god, that's so incredible. It's so bad. Thank you for sharing that with me. You're so welcome. That's friendship. That is friendship. I just wanted you to know. And I wanted you to know now and here. I appreciate you getting my live reaction. Yeah. Because that's just stunning. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> that... that visual it's gonna sustain me for a while I think yeah because I also was like I don't know like making a face or something at the beginning I was like like just waiting for it to work because it was just going to my sister but it didn't it didn't go it did not go to just my sister that's so incredible (laughs) that is like my biggest nightmare though it is I was on the toilet I was sitting on the toilet (laughs) sitting on the toilet (laughs) To toilet. Toilet. That's how I'm doing. That's incredible. Um, I so much fear and embarrassment all at once. Yeah, that's a lot. But a good number of people felt safe yeah. and secure in that. I was like, surely no one else. Yeah. Meanwhile, all five of them are like sending Just, it people, it. screenshotting yeah. it. Uh, how are you? I'm fantastic. <laughs> I'm even better after <laughs> hearing that, that story. I, I thought so. That really. I thought so. That will put some pep in my step. <laughs> I thought that might sustain you for a little bit. It will. You were absolutely right. I'm I, can, I live to <laughs> I couldn't be better. <laughs> I'm grand fantastic. As a matter of fact, I'm doing swell. Thank you so much for asking. You're welcome. You're welcome. Before we jump into the meat of the, the episode. Meat. <laughs> the spooky meat, if the you will. The spooky meat of it all. Have you been consuming any content this past week? I finished Only Murders in the Building. Yes, Amazing. So good, right? Groundbreaking. Showstopping. Yes. Studies. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, it was so good. I laughed so hard. When Steve Martin's standing up and giving his big speech about how they're his family and he like loves them and they're his friends and all this stuff and then it cuts and it's saying I'm <laughs> going, Oh Because 'cause he's been drunk. That part took me up. I was like, Oh my god, yes, he's okay. I was like, Of course. <laughs> of course, that's it. Also, when Jabuki shows up, I literally went, Is that Jabuki? I yelled, That's Jabuki And my parents were like, What? <laughs> Who is that? Who is a Jabuki? What is a Jabuki? Like um, but I literally was like, Is that the grim reaper? But it was like, is that Jabuki? Also, the blonde girl, Ali Stoker. She or was a glee project. Yes. And she also won a Tony for being an Oklahoma or something.
1: She's Ground like a Broadway break. star. Love that for her. Yeah.
0: So good. Love it. So what out? like what else have I been doing? Girl, I don't know, you tell me. I don't know. I'm reading a book now. The proposal. And I'm just struggling mm, to get through it yeah it's i mean like i haven't gotten to like any of the spice yet <laughs> maybe i will change my opinion mm-hmm. by the time so i'll check back when i finish but at this point i'm just like okay <laughs> that's how i feel there's so much like describing of her friends that i'm just like what like do tell us like show us don't tell us (laughs) don't tell (laughs) like it's literally like oh my god are you my korean gay friend who owns a bakery and it's like yeah i am like that's literally what the dialogue is (laughs) that was an inopportune time to take a drink of water (laughs) that's the whole book so far it's just her describing her friends interesting very like i'm giving you this so you can know right away you can picture them vividly in your head okay (laughs) she's a bakery It's The Proposal by Jasmine Guillory, right? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, so far, not doing it for me, but maybe things will change. It's still early on. Love the concept. Yeah. Dialogue, not good. Oh, (laughs) Not good so far. And, like, too much descriptions of people where I'm like, you could have told me that she was Korean gay and owned a cupcake shop much more, like, (laughs) naturally than the way you did. It's like you're a writer. Yeah, like, like- give me more <laughs> give me more so I'm not that far in but I not looking good listen I feel like you can generally tell pretty early on yeah so if you're not feeling it you're not feeling I'm it not feeling it and then I was looking on goodreads the other day mm-hmm. and a lot of them are like yeah didn't finish this I'm Ooh. like oh dnf'd it oh dnf'd it <laughs> dnf'd it uh, what about you any content? Any tent? Okay, I have two books to talk okay. about. Do we want to start with the good one or the not-so-good one? Oh. <laughs> start not-so-good. Go from not-so-good, not-so-good, then okay. end it strong. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so first book, um, Fix Her Up by Tessa Bailey. Okay. Our queen, Tessa yeah, Bailey. Yeah, um, Obviously, Zoe and I both read It Happened One Summer. We both loved it. And so I was, like, I want to go back and read some of Tessa Bailey's other books yeah. whilst I wait for Hook, Line, and Sinker to come out next year. Um, and so Fix Her Up is the first book in, like, another trilogy that she yeah. did. Um Think about, like, flipping a house? Yes. there. yeah. So basically <laughs> follows our main girl, Georgie, Georgia Castle, who, like, her family okay. owns this, like, house flipping business yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but Georgie, like, does her own thing. She's a birthday clown. <laughs> she's a clown, <laughs> and I mean that literally, not figuratively. Okay, okay. She's a clown for children's birthday parties. A clown, mm-hmm. a clown. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Georgie's a clown. Um, <laughs> okay, and she's twenty three years old, and she's ba- she's like the baby of her family. She has two older siblings, and she's, and she's like, and she's a clown, and she's like. Tired of not being taken seriously by her family. Quick interjection. Could that do <laughs> anything to do with the fact that you're a clown? Perhaps. Um. Maybe. Who's to say? Not me. But she's like, I'm tired of not being, like, treated like a grown-up. The My family treats me like a kid all the time. I want to be taken seriously. So that's Georgie. Then the love interest is... Travis, I think his name is. I finished it a few days ago and i like already forgotten. Um, he's like a former baseball clown. player. <laughs> they met in clown college. <laughs> no, he's a former baseball clown player. Clown to clown. <laughs> so, <laughs> enemies to lovers. It's clown to clown romance. He's a former baseball player. He, like, went pro, but then he injured himself, so he's, like, retired. He's, like, 28, though. And so, like, the book starts off, and he's, like, super bummed out and depressed because he's, like, I'll never play football – or not football, baseball again. <laughs> I'll never play the sport again. Um, and he's, like, boohoo. hoo Anyway, basically, the book had th- – like, it should have worked. It's um brother's best friend. Okay. Travis is her brother's best friend. And so it's, like, ooh, she's had, like, a crush on him, like, her yeah. whole life. Um, whole clown life, her whole clown life. Uh, what there? Um, there's other tropes that oh, fake dating. Okay, love that. I, the way I can't retain any information about this. <laughs> just book, read. I just read it. Fake dating, brother's best friend, probably some kind of grumpy sunshine too. So like, it has all these tropes that like yeah. I really thought were gonna work, and it just I don't even like have a reason why I didn't love it. I just didn't. It just didn't do it for you. It just didn't, like, quite hit the way that I wanted it to. I gave it, like, three out of five stars. Like, it was fine. I got through it. There are parts of it that are very enjoyable. But, like, overall, I was just like, hmm. Mm. Also, I, like, saw this in somebody's Goodreads review. And, like, I was like, ooh, yeah, I kind of agree. Because like okay like pet names are cute I appreciate them and yeah. like he like Travis called Georgie baby girl a lot which like face value cute I like that but he said it so much to the point where I was like this do you not is... know her name <laughs> that's literally <laughs> yeah. what the person said in their Goodreads yeah. review it's just like could we maybe just refer to yeah. her by her name please that's so interesting and they were just so like he just like made so many remarks about like oh you're just like my best friend's little sister and I'm like mm. can we stop infantilizing mm. her like no 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 while we're trying no. to be spicy. <laughs> Um, so i mean, like, it was fine. Um, didn't do it. It just like didn't, like, I think I did myself a disservice, A, by reading It Happened One Summer first, first. because like that is that's God a, tier. <laughs> a five star book. Like that's perfect. No notes. Like no. that's amazing. Um, so I think like I went in to fix her up being like, oh my God, this is going to be just as good. And it wasn't. And that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. It wasn't to bad. Each their own. It just like once you read it happens one summer you're like, "Oh my god, I'm expecting yeah. greatness." And it just And it was like, mark. "Goodness." <laughs> it was like fine. It was fineness. There are two other books in the series. Again, it's like kind of like um the uh, interconnected standalones or whatever. So it's like I might read the other two cuz like the other characters I'm like kind of interested yeah. in. Yeah. But Are they also clowns? No, Georgie okay. was the only clown. And the book ends with her, like, she's, like, starting her own, like, entertainment business. Okay. So it's, like, she's, like, gonna hire other clowns that can do birthday parties mm-hmm. and stuff. That's for such her. an interesting subject. No. I'm really hung up on that. No, I was <laughs> hung up on it the entire time I was like, reading it. That feels like, okay, so, like, if I, the same concept, mm-hmm. someone working children's parties, but do you not see, like, a, a princess impersonator or, no, like. No, she was a clown. Clown. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a it clown. Was it was bold, but I do. I at the end of the book, um, in the like acknowledgments or like the author's notes or whatever, um, Tessa Bailey like, she, first of all, she said she was envisioning Melissa Benoit from Glee as okay. Georgie, which like I didn't see personally, but this is the guy who she was envisioning as Travis, and I was like, okay, he's cute, I can get oh, behind yeah. that. Okay. He's like some baseball player. I don't know, Dan's B. Swanson. What an insane name. <laughs> we'll get into insane <laughs> names soon. So there's that. It was fine. Three out of five. It's entertaining enough. I wouldn't say don't read it, but I would also say, like, there are better rom-coms out there. <laughs> By her, also. <laughs> By her. Like, I just think, like, if you're looking for something to, like, fill the void that it happened one summer left, I wouldn't fill it with... That's not it. her Up, because it just didn't hit the same. Okay. And that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's um, fine. Moving on. They can all be winners. Moving on to the one that was a winner. <sighs> Oh my god, my new obsession—the Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood. <sighs> I've seen so many TikToks about this, and I know it's because of you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry, that's like a hundred percent my influence. Um, so get it out of the way right off the bat. Yes, it's based on Raylo fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I kept seeing Adam Driver things, and no, i was wait, like, a hundred percent is like hashtag confirmed. Okay. Um, and I think that's incredible because think- like. As mentioned before, fanfic is so important. It's so important. And like here's the thing, like good fanfic is good fanfic. Yeah. And like I'm so happy that this got turned into like a like properly published book because I would never have like sought out Raylor yeah. fanfic. That's not like a fandom that I'm a part <laughs> yeah. of. And I would have been missing out cuz it was incredible. I got to read it. It's so good. It's like another book that I'm like I read it on my tablet and I'm like I want a physical copy of it because I just <sighs> so it was good. so good. Um it's about our girl Olive. She's oh, a PhD student. Name. Such a cute name. That's a good name. She's a PhD student and then clown. she <laughs> and clown on the side. Um no, she's a woman in STEM and so am I after reading that book. Um she's a PhD student and she basically ends up fake dating a professor at her school. Hell yeah. Dr. Adam Carlson. Hell yeah. <laughs> um because basically Olive had like gone out on a couple of dates with this guy Jeremy but she was like I'm really Not feeling it whatever and but then Her like best friend Anne like really Really hits it off with Jeremy Mm. and so Olive Is like I want them to be together but Anne's too much of a good friend and like won't go out With him because she thinks that I still have feelings for him So Olive's basically like I need To convince Anne that that, like I've moved On and I'm seeing somebody else so She basically just like kisses the first guy She sees in the hallway (laughs) and it happens To be Adam (laughs) Um, and then it turns into fake dating, um, and it's mutually beneficial fake dating, which is the key to that trope, Mm -hmm. I think. Yes. As we talked about with Neon Gods, if it's only really benefiting one person, it's not as fun. It's not as fun. Because it's like, why are you agreeing to it? And so quickly. So quickly. (laughs) No, no qualms to bring up. So, it's very cute. There's, like, a little bit of forced, forced proximity. It's, like, kind of grumpy sunshine. Um, also... Normally I hate the miscommunication trope. Yeah. Like, that is a big no for Because it's me. like, just say the problem. Just say it. Just say your feelings. Yeah. Like, going up to it. There is, like, a miscommunication trope in this, but I did not hate it. It really? actually worked really well because I feel like the outcome at the end was totally worth it. Like, there's, like, a really, like, okay, rom-coms follow the same sort of, like, plot plotline, so yeah. I don't think I'm giving too much away, but, like, basically, at some point they, like, break up. Yeah. Like. <laughs> And there's, like, it's just, like, a really beautiful scene where they break up. Yeah. Because neither one of them have, like, expressed the fact that they actually do like the other person or love the other person. And I'm like, that was a really beautiful scene. And honestly, the miscommunication was kind of worth it just yeah. to have that, that. And then to have them get back together at the end. Um, It was phenomenal. It was I so it. good. I, I like, gotta read it now. Start to finish. Five out of five stars. The Spice. Chapter 16, if you know, you fucking know. Incredible. And then Allie Hazelwood, the author. So the whole book is told from Olive's point of view, but she published chapter 16 from Adam's point of view in her newsletter. That's so important. And so I literally, I found that out as I was reading it and I was like, I need to finish chapter (laughs) 16 tonight so I can like read his point of view tomorrow when she releases it. And it's so good. He, Adam, consent king. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. That's all I'm gonna say. It's so, so deeply hot. I want to read this now. So we're gonna turn this off. Yeah. I'm we're gonna we, go buy the book. We're busy. We gotta, gotta go. go. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> wrap this up. There's a part, like the like kind of like conflict in the book. Um, and like Adam gets like really upset on like Olive's behalf, and he's basically like, I'm gonna take care of this, and then I'm gonna come find <laughs> you and take care of you. And I'm yeah. like, Yeah, you are. I'm like, that's the hottest thing any man could ever say. Yeah, you are. Like, okay. Go up. It's incredible. I feel like everybody has already talked about it on TikTok, but like, if you haven't read it yet, like, get into it. Go read it. It was incredible. I was like smiling and laughing the whole time, except for like the serious, sad parts. And And then I I wasn't. (laughs) But it was, I literally did cry. I was crying. I was crying. (laughs) (laughs) I cried. Look, I'll say it. I cried. It was so good. Go read The Love Hypothesis. (laughs) Right now, go. What are you waiting for? Oh, my God. What are you waiting for? It made me so happy. Ugh. I know. I keep seeing TikToks. I know. You said you liked it. I was waiting to hear about it. Now I'm like, okay. I know, because I was, like, last week I had mentioned it on the podcast, and I can't even remember, like, how far... Through, I was at that point, but I like wasn't done yet. And I just like, I was so worried. I was like, something's gonna happen. You said that too. You were like, I'm afraid I'm gonna finish and I'm not like it. I was like, something's gonna happen and like, I'm not gonna like it. I don't know why, but I just like had that thought in my head. I was like, it's been too good so far. (laughs) You're tricking me. And I knew that like the miscommunication was gonna come into play. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's what's gonna, like, I'm gonna hate it because of that. No, it was so good. The whole time it was good. It was so good and like, it's just no notes. <laughs> so it is our last episode of the Spooktacular. What I, did I just said it's our last episode? <laughs> this is how I'm telling you. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, It's the last episode of the Spooktacular. I can't believe it. No, I'm sad. They're always so fun. It went by really quickly. I just... It should always be Halloween. Yeah. So. So, I like that. <laughs> and last year, we didn't get to do a movie, which mm-hmm. y- we usually do, which is very fun. Yeah. So, this year, we've <laughs> we watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Off air. We, off, off camera. Off camera. <laughs> we've watched a film. <laughs> and we're going to discuss with you today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spiral... From the Book of Saw. Mm-hmm. You know, the Book of the Saw. The Book of Saw. Um, yeah, Spiral is the latest movie in the Saw franchise. The entire franchise. The entire franchise. It stars um, Chris Rock. Interesting. Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. And Max Minghella. And the mom. From- <laughs> and Hermione Lodge from Riverdale. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a it's star-studded a cast. cast. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um. I... I don't know where to begin. Um, but I think the title is a good place. Mm. The Book of Saw. The Book of raising Saw. Raising a lot of questions. What book? <laughs> Number one. <laughs> First Number and foremost, what, what book? book? <laughs> what book? Um Zoe and I like recently rewatched all of the, the Saw movies, franchise. the entire franchise like leading up into Halloween. We've watched all of them and no books. books books really do not play a role. No. Tapes do. Could have could have The Saw tapes. Saw tapes. Um The book book, <laughs> the book really hung up on that. Um It just makes no sense. It sounds very religious, like we're about to do a reading, like uh-huh. when we were forced to in Catholic school, yeah. get up in church and be like, now from the Corinthians a reading from the book. No, we sounds like <laughs> jigsaw in this film um do you want me to read the plot absolutely i let's, think that would be a fantastic do, place to start we'll do paragraph by paragraph okay unpack. okay yeah. now first sentence i'm already like i didn't gather that from the film Incredible. so during a fourth of july parade, <laughs> that was that was a a parade that was a carnival that was a carnival that was a carnival during a 4th of July parade, off-duty detective Marv Boswick- <laughs> Boss! boss <laughs> chases a thief down a sewer drainage pipe. Attacked from behind by a figure wearing a pig mask, Boswick awakens to find himself suspended by his tongue in an active subway tunnel and is given a choice via recorded message, tear out his tongue and live or remain until the next train arrives, killing him. Mm. Unable to escape the trap in time, Boswick is hit by the train and killed. The next day, police captain Angie Garza assigns Detective Ezekiel Zeke Banks a new partner, rookie William Schenck. <laughs> <laughs> Banks and Shank investigate Boswick's death, and Banks realizes this to be similar to the now-deceased Jigsaw Killer. dun 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 um, I think it's to be noted at this point that this was filmed in Toronto, yes. at least partially, um, because the scene in which they go into the subway station to investigate the um, remains of Boz, Boz, Zoe and I are watching it. We just go, is that a JTC station? <laughs> and they had the posters up still in the train. Yeah. So we did see those. Um, also, pretty sure it said Kennedy on front of the train. Yeah, no, that? it was an eastbound train going to yeah. Kennedy. <laughs> so we did see that. Um, and it was, like, very obvious where they had, like, put fake brick up to cover where it would say the station name. Yeah. I was just like, we're just gonna tile this area. <laughs> Pay no mind. It was incredible. Um, right off the bat, some fantastic names. Yes. Z- 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 Zeke, Zeke Banks. Banks and Shank. I said to Logan that they sound like cats' names, like Skimble Shanks the Railway Cat. Banks and Shank. Shank. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's insane. Um, Jellicle cats. Also, like, within the first five minutes of the film, Chris Rock's character is going on a rant about how you can't- um, Say the R word Say anymore. the R word anymore. He does also explain the entire um, plot <laughs> of <laughs> Forrest Gump. Gump. Um, does it come back at all? Like, no. I thought maybe that would be, like, something that came back, like, he did, because he was talking about, like, all the stuff Forrest did for Jenny. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe he would sacrifice something for a woman and, no. (laughs) A bitch, I think you mean. A bitch, a bitch, right. (laughs) So, yeah, pretty early rant about R-Word, um, Mm -hmm. also a rant about calling women bitches, how it's fine, because he didn't say it to a woman, It's about one. Yeah, it's fine to say it about a woman, just not to their face. And then something else about texting later on, very anti, um, everything (laughs) yeah it was i it was very confusing confusing um next Mm -hmm. meanwhile a homicide detective named fitch (laughs) who several years prior had ignored a backup call from banks resulting in in him nearly getting killed is abducted and placed in a trap where he must rip his fingers off to avoid electrocution in a filling water basin He also fails to escape (laughs) and dies. (laughs) Some officers begin to suspect that Banks may be responsible due to his history with Fitch. A box then arrives at the station containing a pig puppet and a piece of shanks tattooed skin inside. (laughs) A small vial inside the box directs the police to a butcher shop, which was previously a hobby shop. Ah, okay. That makes sense. They pulled out a little thing of paint (laughs) that said the name of this like, hobby shop, and then they had a picture of Banks and his dad at in front of the hobby shop, and then they go there, and it's a butcher. And there's, like, they don't- <laughs> they didn't explain. They don't explain that it, like, changed, or it's now this, or it used to be that. They're just like, paint, let's go to the butcher. <laughs> I should also mention that Samuel L. Jackson is Chris Rock's right, father. Right, <laughs> right, of course. How could we forget that? Um before this, before this happened, I also want to note mm. this line that I wrote down for us. Iconic. When they're um, trying to find out who is doing all of this, they're in a room looking at Twitter accounts for some reason that was important, again, with social media. Yeah. And um, Chris Rock <laughs> just says, I've been looking at this screen for five hours. I don't even look at porn for that long. <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> I think if you're spending five hours looking at porn... There's a bigger problem. Maybe several. You need to seek help. If you're spending three hours looking at porn, I think... That's too much. That's, at one time, condensed into three... I mean, like, maybe split that up throughout the day. But... All at once. Still, that was... That was a lot. Very weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. He then followed it up <laughs> with... <laughs> the what did you say? Fo- your phone's dead? What are you, a little girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um. Max Minghella's character is like, oh, my phone's dead. Do you have a charger? Normal conversation yeah. to have. And Chris Rock responds with, your phone's dead? What are you, a little girl? I don't understand the correlation. I didn't realize that women were the only ones whose phones little died. <laughs> little, girl. little girls. Little girls. Little girls. Little girls. <laughs> um, he also... <laughs> Says that don't drain his battery watching Twilight or something. Yeah, that's exactly what he says. Um, so... Okay. There's a lot of interesting dialogue thrown out by Chris Rock that does feel very much like full-on improv. I do think that Chris Rock was maybe... Riffing. <laughs> riffing, ad-libbing, just putting his own flair on doing things. workshopping of his um, stand-up. It did very much feel like that at times, yeah. where I was just like, "Oh, you're working on Forrest something Gump. else." <laughs> Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump, Gump bit. I was like, bit. "I don't understand what this has to do with anything." Nothing. Nothing. It had nothing to do with nothing anything. at all. Um, Da-da-da-da-da. Retired Chief Marcus Banks, here he is. Mm-hmm. A small vial inside the box directs the police to a butcher shop, which was previously a hobby shop, where Banks and his father, retired chief Marcus Banks, would go. Upon arriving, the team discovers a tape recorder and a skin corpse identified as Shank. <laughs> Deciding to track down the killer himself, Marcus travels to a warehouse where he's abducted. Shortly afterwards, is kidnapped <laughs> and placed in a trap in the precinct's cold storage where she has to sever her spinal cord on a blade to stop hot wax from flowing from a pipe onto her face. She fails to do so and dies from her injuries due to the boiling hot wax, with Banks discovering her body, and immediately trying to kiss her, question mark. Yeah, I was unsure if he was, like, I thought he was kissing her, but then I was like, is, is he, he trying to give he her mouth to mouth? Yeah. Because, like, I think we're past I the point. I think we're late. Like, way late <laughs> for that. I think, like, her face has been burned it's off. It's melted. By hot wax. Right off. Um, I just don't know but it did there was a lot of like misplaced sexual tension I think in the whole movie mm-hmm. Um, he's having a phone conversation with Shank at one point I'm like are you flirting are you guys flirting it did kind of feel like maybe there was something happening there there was like something between them I think it's like they were trying to recreate the sexual chemistry from the first yes. Saw movie between <laughs> Carrie Elways and the other guy Um, but like it didn't it didn't tra- didn't transcend it didn't <laughs> transcend and that's that's okay <laughs> While chasing a lead, Banks is captured and wakes up at the warehouse. Now, I don't remember him being captured. I literally no. went, how did he get there? Yeah, no, when we he woke fully up, went, huh? Like, we thought we were missing chunks of the movie.
1: <laughs> we, um, lost we, were, we lost time. We lost time.
0: He ends up at this warehouse, handcuffed to a pipe with a hacksaw nearby. Great callback to the original film. Great callback. I think we could have used more callbacks. Yes. Yes. And, like... It was like, ooh, hacksaw, great callback. You think he's going to have to saw his hand off? But no, no. He finds a bobby pin on the floor. Just a little bobby pin. And within two seconds is able to unlock his handcuffs. No struggle. Like, we didn't even see him, like, attempt it once, not do it, try again, not do it, and then finally get it, which would have been more interesting to watch. The stakes would have been higher. He just, he just got it. It was as though the bobby pin was the key to the handcuff. (laughs) It was like, uh, (laughs) ah, yes. Like, oh my god. Okay. He considers song off his arm. Here Mm -hmm. it is. But then escapes using a loose bobby pin. He then discovers Peter Dunleavy, his former partner who was fired and imprisoned when Banks exposed a murder he committed, chained in place. In front of him is a large glass crushing machine, which has been modified. Modified. Uh. (laughs) Ah. To rapidly hurl shrapnel at him. I'm gonna be honest, I don't understand like how you'd be able to modify it to do that. No, this is what I don't understand about a lot of the Saw movies. The entire franchise. The entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Is that A, as mentioned before, how are they getting all these warehouse spaces? Surely they're not all abandoned. They like, there's some be. rental agreement somewhere which kind of, like, throws off your whole right There's a paper trail. Yeah, like, it's gonna come back that you rented that you space to where thing. someone was, like, hit with shrapnel of glass and killed. Like, it's gonna come back to you. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, also a qualm is that the machine started, like, turning on and making, like, all the noises, and, like, Chris Rock immediately knew what was happening, <laughs> and I just, like, don't see that for anyone. No. To just hear, like, a mechanical noise and be like, it's been modified to shoot glass shrapnel at him.
1: Like, like I don't know. First
0: of all, I could have stood in front of that machine for like half an hour goer. and like not figured out no. what it was doing. As it was like actively shooting shrapnel. Like at I'd be like, "Whoa, guy. this is crazy. Like, <laughs> How did it do that? What is this machine?" <laughs> That's wild. Um although banks attempt <laughs> A tape recorder explains that Banks can choose to either free him or leave him to die. Mm-hmm. Although Banks attempts to save him, he cannot get the key in time. The key was in a trash can. <laughs> it was just... Right there. What did they say? Throw away the key? Yeah. yeah. They threw they away threw the away, key. Yeah. It was very, I'm in a safe <laughs> I'm place. In a safe place. Um, moving to another room. Oh, hold on. Garbage mm. can moment. Mm. <laughs> um, to try... To, to try... Okay, so... Twice now, the machine turns on, shoots shrapnel for a hot minute, turns off, Mm -hmm. gives him time to try to get him down, and then starts up again. Yeah. So, second time he's letting it shoot him, then he goes, ah, trash can. Runs over, finds the key, comes back with the trash can on his shoulder Uh to protect him from the shrapnel that's shooting the other man's full body, (laughs) but for some reason, the trash can that covered only Chris Rock's shoulder and head- (laughs) saved him. <laughs> I don't really understand that. Yeah, he was utilizing the trash can as a shield but, like, it was only covering a fraction of his body. And, like, not even both shoulders. Like, not no. even the upper half of his body. Like, he was holding it horizontally. Just one shoulder and his head. His noggin was safe from the shrapnel. But he still couldn't get the guy down and then he was angry at him. He was, like, pushing him. He <laughs> was like, wake up! I was like, he, he, he dead. Did. <laughs> he dead. I need to break it to you, Chris. <sighs> He's gone. Moving to another room, Banks then finds Shank, who is revealed to have faked his own death <laughs> by using the skinned corpse of the thief who lured Boswick <laughs> into the tunnels and has been the copycat all along. He explains that his last name is actually Emerson, the son of Charlie Emerson, who was the person <laughs> Dunleavy shot and killed because he had agreed to testify against a dirty cop. He also reveals that Marcus, during his time as a chief, deliberately protected corrupt officers, including Garza, (gasps) to clean the streets of crime more efficiently under Article 8. Believing that Banks can be an ally, William presents him with a final test, (laughs) revealing Marcus restrained in the air and slowly being drained of his blood. Quam, Let's have a quam (laughs) out. Let's have a quam. He looked so full of life <laughs> and colorful and healthy yeah i just think like if you're gonna have a scene where somebody's being drained of their blood you should like get the makeup artist on set like, and dark circles under the eyes just make them like, look kind of like sullen. washed out and <laughs> yeah. sullen and just like sickly because yeah. if you were being slowly drained of your blood you would start to look not so good I think. like when people get nauseous they look sicker than this man looks. <laughs> He was being strung from the ceiling with, like, at least eight tubes coming off of him into canisters full of his own blood, and he looked fine. Samuel L. He L. Jackson great. had never looked better. No, he looked so healthy. He looked rejuvenated. He looked healthy and vibrant. Like, something was wrong there. They didn't try very hard with no. that. It reminds me now of, like, Victorian times when they put, like, leeches on people. I'm like, is that? <laughs> he looks good, so maybe it does work. Uh, hey. Maybe bloodletting is Maybe it's, it's something. Way to go. We don't know. We don't know. Blood. <laughs> Blood. Blood. <laughs> Blood. William calls 911 and claims that he is a civilian being pursued by a shooter, resulting in the dispatcher sending a SWAT team to his location. He hands Banks a revolver with one cartridge and offers him the choice to either shoot a target that will save Marcus, but allow William to escape, or kill William and let his father bleed to death. Banks shoots the target to save Marcus, causing his restraints to loosen and lowering him to the ground. Loosen and lowering him to the ground. He just dropped- He let the bodies at <laughs> the floor. let the bodies at the floor. Um, would you like to tell the audience what abandoned factory they were in? They were in- <laughs> It goes back to show how um what's his name Shen. Shank like l- lured Marcus to the factory that they're currently in by sending a text from Chris Roxbone mm-hmm. when he asked to borrow it in the whole porn exchange twilight exchange, twilight exchange. what are you a little, little girl? girl exchange <laughs> and he texted him I think I know like who did it meet me at old soap <laughs> Meet me at Old Soap Factory. Meet me at Old Soap Factory. Not the Old Soap Factory. Mm -mm. Just Old Soap Factory. Also, like, it was never established where they were. At all. Some people had, like, Boston accents. (laughs) Some people were doing New York accents. It was very clearly filmed in Toronto. Yeah. And they were just called the Metropolitan Police Department. No city name. No city. (laughs) Metropolitan they were in the metropolitan area. (laughs) Old Soap Factory. Old Soap Factory. Shortly after, the SWAT team arrives and inadvertently triggers a tripwire, causing Marcus's restraints to yank him upward again. The movement reveals a gun affixed to Marcus's arm, leading the SWAT team to mistake him for a shooter and kill him. Banks screams despairingly as William escapes. It was- entertaining Mm -hmm. because they had a little pig puppet like throughout it Love so then they literally turned him into Into the pig pig puppet puppet, which was like oh haha i see what you've done there i enjoyed the ending i thought like the ending was kind of like it was good it was like (laughs) reminiscent of the other saw movies too where you're like oh you're so full of puns jigsaw (laughs) oh jiggy because they're like flashing back of shanks like saying like exactly what's going on he's like your dad's the reason for all of this <laughs> i've been waiting for this since i was 12 years old like all very he was very clearly saying that yeah. he was behind it yeah it's wow. wow 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 he also when his dad was shot 15 years ago 20 years ago whenever it was mm-hmm. um chris rock went Shh, to him at the door so the other cop didn't see that he was still alive and in there so as William is escaping, he goes, shh, <laughs> and, and escapes. That was, that was clever. That was fun. I did like that. They're really setting it up for another movie, I guess. Yeah. Another movie from the Book of Saw. The Book of Saw. And now, a reading from, <laughs> from the, Book the Book of, of Saw. Saw. Um, it was, it did not give <laughs> what it <laughs> Well it did not transcend. It It, um was I feel like it was weirdly pro cop for like so much of it. And I was like, is this Hmm? like a like a Blue Lives Matter film? Like I'm a little I'm concerned. I'm a little foggy on what's going on. And then like at the end it was just like all cops are bad. Yeah. And I was like Okay. Better. (laughs) Better. Definitely better. Um a main thing with this movie was um it's not the voice that we know and love for Jigsaw. Oh, and no. in fact it's a voice that I don't know if I've ever heard before. Sound like Joan Cusack. <laughs> it sounded like a valley girl. Sound like that girl like you said who does the TikTok videos pretending to be like a waspy mom. Like <laughs> it sounded like Courtney Kardashian. It did. It sounded like Trixie doing her Wisconsin accent. <laughs> it was and we we were supposed to believe that that was Max Mengele's character yeah, just using, like, a I voice distorter. don't. It was like, would you like to play a game? Hello, Zeke. <laughs> would you like to play a game? Before you is a trap. Your fingers are in it. You will be electrocuted. Like, it was talking like that. I was like, I don't believe you. Your tongue is in a clamp. <laughs> you can fall and rip it out, or you can get hit by a train. train the choice is, is yours, yours. <laughs> I was like what you're I was like always talking with your lying tongue <laughs> I <was> like okay <laughs> okay it was so incredibly deranged um i i don't um they really tried to make like spiral i mean obviously the titular yeah. role was spiral, spiral um and they really tried to like make that a thing. Yeah. They're like, this is what Jigsaw was all about. He was all about the spirals. It's like a spiral pops up and he was like, he was right about this the whole time. It really is a symbol of like I'm like this was never I was like, I don't think that was uh, I don't think that was really That wasn't Jigsaw's mission statement. No. But I we're experts. (laughs) We've seen the entire franchise and that's not I just didn't this movie didn't have enough torture. (laughs) It didn't and like it really didn't. No I feel like it wasn't it was more about the cops than like. It was a cop movie. It was a cop movie. Than like a horror movie. Which is like we're here for Jigsaw. Like I wasn't scared the entire time. Like, it just went, ew, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, some of, like, the, like, torture stuff was, like, gross, yeah. but I wasn't like, oh my god. Also, a lot of continuity errors with, like, scars and glass shards and <laughs> blood on shirts and a wax on shirts. Um, one guy's scar literally looked like someone just put a strip of hot glue <laughs> on his face. I was like, that's not what scars look like. No, it is. That's not what they look that's like. what they look like. Another important thing, mm. the food delivery. <laughs> wow. Okay. More S- Toronto content. So, as previously mentioned, this was filmed in Toronto, at least partially, because there's a TTC station. Yeah. You see a bus in the background at yeah. one point. A TTC They're bus. definitely somewhere on the Danforth, I think. Somewhere on the Danforth or, like, a Danforth-adjacent yeah. area. Um. There's a scene. Where, um, Zeke is going to, like, his father's apartment or something like like that. This is, like, the part where you're supposed to, like, signal that he's gone missing. Right. (laughs) Right, right, right. And so, like, Zeke gets to the apartment and there's, like, a delivery guy there waiting with food. And, like, Zeke's basically like, what's this? (laughs) And the delivery guy's like, it's Taroni! (laughs) A delivery. <laughs> a delivery from Taroni. And then holds up a delivery bag that just says Taroni on facing the front. Facing out. Logo facing out. Logo facing out, panning to the camera. For a long time. For a long time. And then again afterwards. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, Taroni is a restaurant here in Toronto, <laughs> like a pretty like well known restaurant. And I just want to know. How much? How much did they pay for how that? How much? And why? Did What's they really the think that, like, oh, the business that we will get. from 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 the book of saw people watching the book of saw will provide for us here at Tyrone. the gospel according to jigsaw the next movie is gonna be like turoni from the book of saw like when they're gonna do like the lifetime movie thing with kfc but it's gonna be Tyrone and the book of saw in the Saw universe. Another thing we really have to discuss is Chris Rock's face. His <laughs> facial expressions, very much a baby pooping in his diaper, very much exerting himself to use the bathroom. He, he was making faces. He was constipated. The entire Live on camera. At some points it looked like he was, like, smizing yeah. and, like, really trying to, like... He looked at points to like someone went. Now you're suspicious. Look suspicious, <laughs> and he's like squinty eye looking around. Like when you do like those like improv yeah. things, where it's like, and now you're excited. Oh, <laughs> suspicious. Mm. <laughs> that was his acting and all of this. But there's a scene where <laughs> it's after Hermione after gets her wax her, her <laughs> wax appointment gets wax, and he's walking out of the evidence room where her body is. And he, he... I don't... I honestly don't know the emotion he was trying to convey. I didn't get it. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be honest. I, I was unable to read that expression. He definitely got that an emotion was trying to be... Absolutely. <laughs> ...conveyed to us. Don't know which one, though. I'm not sure what the emotion was. All I got was Constipated. Um, and he... There's this shot of him making this insane face... And it goes on for what feels like five minutes. Yeah. Of him just, like, slowly walking down the hallway, camera panning on his face, him looking constipated as hell. Yeah. For, for so long. Too long. Like, it wasn't, a, like, a full minute. It, it felt uh, like a yeah, full minute. No, it had to be, like, a full 60 Maybe seconds. Maybe even over. <laughs> it was deranged. There's also a part where it's like, okay, if this like came back and you kept using this effect, like maybe it would have been fine. But they kept doing like, they didn't keep doing. It. They did it one time. That's my <laughs> point. But they did this thing where he was like, was remembering something, and then went like, <sighs> oh, and then yeah. they never did that again. They did like a fast like cut where he's like, oh my god, oh, my and god. holding his face oh, and like obviously troubled by a memory. They did it once. Yeah. And then that never came back, and I'm like, oh, we're not gonna have him just, like, experiencing flashbacks that upset Mm-mm. him? No. No, it was just that one time, it was like, that's a very weird thing to put in here. It was deranged. Did you jot anything else down from our watching Let's experience see. that we haven't already touched upon? Let's see. I have, Phonestead. what are you, little girl? <laughs> oh. Zeke's son <laughs> was named Brian. <laughs> and he was never seen or mentioned again. no. You, we learn enough to know that his name is Brian, which is an insane name for, like, what I'm assuming is the a child. child. Um, we also meet Zeke's ex-wife, Lisa, for, I don't know, 30 seconds. Yeah. There was really no point of them to, like, introduce, like, oh, an ex-wife and or a child yeah. into his storyline. Like, we didn't really need that. Or if we did, it could have been completely off-camera. We didn't need to, like, meet this random woman for 30 yeah. seconds. I thought she was gonna come back. I thought she was gonna be kidnapped, But too. no. Um, I also have... This is the same scene where he's over to tell someone that her husband has been killed in the line <laughs> of duty. Um, and she's outside smoking, and she goes, Zeke, he was a cop. Zeke. Zeke, he, he was, was a, a cop. cop. We're not exaggerating. That's exactly what she sounded like. And in that moment, I'm like, are you Jigsaw? Because that's (laughs) the same voice. Like, is there a connection here? She sounded more like Jigsaw than anyone else. Zink. Zeke. Right? He was a cop. (laughs) He was a cop. I have the Taroni sponsorship. Wow. I have meet me at old soap factory. (laughs) And looking at porn for five hours, I think we hit all our marks. (laughs) That's incredible. I do want to just read a bit of trivia. Yes, Um, it's important. It's important. Um, Shout out to Prime Video for (laughs) their delightful trivia. How do I get to the trivia, though? Like, show me the trivia. Because now it's disappeared. I had it up a minute ago. (laughs) And it's gone, girl. And I was reading it to Zoe, and now the movie is not loading. (laughs) Okay, it's working I really out great wanted to share trivia with you guys. It was important trivia. Oh, there bottles. we go. There we go. Okay. Um. Okay. So Darren Lynn Bozeman, who what was he, the director, the director or something, uh, was unsettled while filming the first scene with Samuel L. Jackson, who played Marcus Banks. Uh, Bozeman told the actor what to do for a shot, and Jackson said, "Nah," that's in quotations, and added that he was going to sit in a different spot and said. Instead, rather. Um, (laughs) Bozeman said, my butthole puckered. (laughs) That's so deranged. But after speaking to a friend who had previously worked with Jackson, he realized the actor was just teasing him to see if he was a filmmaker who would stand up for what he wanted. Okay. I love the um, tidbit about puckering your butthole. It's um, That's actually what Chris Rock's face looked like. It looked like his butthole was puckering. That's, like, such a vivid image, <laughs> it is. honestly. It is. It paints a um, picture. The previous working title for the film was The Organ Donor. No organs were donated. Not a single organ. Um. What else do we have? Um, ba-ba-ba. Okay, I don't <laughs> care. This is Chris Rock's first horror film. <laughs> and his last... <laughs> hopefully his last oh boy boy oh boy um there is no mention of dr lawrence gordon mark hoffman or logan nelson the main characters from the previous saw films dr gordon was alive at the end of saw the final chapter which came out in 2010 where he was locked up where he locked up hoffman with no chance to escape and logan (laughs) me uh (laughs) was last alive or was alive at the end of jigsaw 2017 their fates remain undisclosed Uh. in this film I'm looking at IMDb, and there's, like, goofs. (gasps) Love that. Um, so, Detective Zeke Banks grabs the box from the pickup truck under the bridge with his bare hand. However, in the next shot, he's pulling it and is wearing a black glove. (laughs) During playback of the first USB flash drive video on Shank's office computer showing the red spiral pattern on a wall, the progress bar, moving from left to right, jumps to an earlier point after a scene change, despite the dialogue continuing in the background. That's incredible. I, um, I've just Googled the film. I think it's important to note that it has a 30 pre- <laughs> 37% <laughs> no. rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That seems right. Um, during the final trap of the film, the SWAT team saws through the door. From their perspective on the outside of the trap room, they start sawing through on the right-hand side of the door. But when the scene moves to out inside of the room, the saw is also coming through from the right-hand side of the door. No. It should have been on the left-hand side of the door. No. Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> Not- how did we not notice this? No. When Marcus Banks, Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. is searching in the building after he goes through the plastic curtains, his hands are all of a sudden bloody with no explanation <laughs> why. <laughs> <laughs> um confirmation here on Wikipedia that principal photography took place in Toronto, Ontario, uh, and that was when it was under the working title of The Organ Donor. <laughs> no organs. Principal photography began back in July of 2019. We could have been involved. God. Think of the work we could have done. I just think that if they make a sequel to um, Spiral, the, the book of Saw, they should really be hitting us up. I think so. I think so. There's another goof here. Oh, love it. Detective Banks and William Shank walk along the subway platform to investigate their first murder. The camera and crew are visible in the train's windows on each (laughs) passing side. (laughs) Of course they are. (laughs) Um Detect another error. Hmm. Detective Zeke Banks urges the on-duty sergeant to put the box received from delivery from delivery boy, (laughs) not the delivery boy, on his desk. The sergeant is wearing black surgical gloves. Detective Z. Banks (laughs) opens it immediately barehanded. (sighs) They did not try with this film at all, and I think that's incredible. Factual errors. Are you ready? Yeah, hit me. William Shanks states he tattooed his name on his father's name Mm -hmm. on Boz's arm. Yeah. This is impossible. A new tattoo would not heal on dead skin. It takes at least a week for a tattoo to heal after scabbing over. (sighs) Williams' plan to fake- (laughs) No, this is so true. Williams' plan to fake his own death wouldn't have worked in real life since forensics could have easily determined that the skinned corpse was not him. Um, I just honestly don't understand what the point of this film was. No. Like, overall, final thoughts, I just don't know what the point was. No, and it's, if you're going to be making a film Mm -hmm. from the Book of Saw, like we said, it needs to have more connections to the Book of Saw. (laughs) Yeah, more connections to our lord and savior, Jigsaw. Absolutely. Bring, it has to have more flourish, yeah. There has to be more revealed. It has to be like actually, you're my nephew, and <laughs> I killed you. <laughs> like there has to be twists and family connections that don't make any sense. I just as as a franchise, I, like the whole entire Saw franchise, nothing will ever top the first movie. No, that is such an incredible when he gets up, piece of cinema. When he gets up, this man was alive the whole time. to the bit of laying on the floor. On that grimy floor. Incredible. Groundbreaking stuff. Groundbreaking. Never been done before. And then this. <laughs> Just why? John Kramer is rolling over in his grave he right is. now. He is. He wouldn't have wanted this. He wouldn't. Do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? No. Do you have any final thoughts on spiral on Saw. The book of Saw. On our Halloween Spooktacular. Saw, great franchise. Absolutely. Enjoy all the movies. They get a little wild as it goes on. Like you said, first one, can't top it. First one is unmatched. There's other ones where you're like, okay, I see. Safe Place. That's important. That's fun. The Pit of Needles. Scary. Oh, hate that. A lot of stuff that's like mm-hmm good yeah. this one didn't have any of that for me it didn't have like the psychological um trauma no and like the traps <laughs> didn't go on for long enough it was just like you didn't feel panicked that the person wasn't gonna get out yeah they just didn't no like, it was, that's <laughs> like, exactly I feel like in the other Saw movies there's literally like there's actually that moment of yeah. like oh my god are the they gonna get gonna out of this like then, yeah are they gonna get out and you're like so stressed but like in this it was like oh they're very obviously not trying and they're not going to get out no so like they're on a and no then it stakes. was so quickly like done yeah. and i was like oh okay and like it was like every single trap was like you can get out of this but like you will be hurt severely in some way <laughs> yeah. like it was just like like the guy with this tongue like that's going to hurt but you could have gotten out of the way so easily you could have i feel like the other thing with this is that like Again, there were no stakes. Like with the other Saw movies, it's like you get to know the characters and Mm -hmm. you like find out like why they've been chosen and what their backstories are. How they all connect to each other. How they all connect. But with this it was just like, Oh, this guy is uh, tortured and now he's dead and I have no idea why. They're all cops. (laughs) And they're all cops. And it's like
1: Well maybe oh, maybe you shouldn't
0: (laughs) kill civilians. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't be a dirty cop. I don't know. Something to consider. So, I don't know. How many stars would you give this? I would give Spiral, the from the Book, Book of Saw. Saw. I would give it two Books of Saw out of five. That's mine as well. <laughs> mine as well. I think maybe 2.5, the 0. .5 for the insane names. That was entertaining. And for the fact that it was in Toronto and for the Taroni sponsorship. I would give it 2.5 Taroni bags out of five. It's the Taroni order for your dad. <laughs> how did you know it was his dad? Like I don't, I don't know. There's a lot happening that I didn't understand. Tyrone delivery <laughs> for your father. Um. Yeah, I think two two point five mm-hmm. is a good place for this to sit. Mm-hmm. Um. How many stars would you give our spooktacular? I would give. How many Taroni bags? I would give our Halloween (laughs) Spectacular 10 Taroni bags out of 10. Me too. I think it's been great. I think we had some really fun times. We did. Um, What if we just did a clip show right now? (laughs) As we go on, we remember (laughs) all the times we had together. We mourn our (laughs) Halloween spectacular. No, it was fantastic. I think from week one with the cryptids to week two with... Ghosties. Ghosting things. (laughs) Ghosting things. And last week with our My Favorite Murder-themed episode... Um, And I think this was such a great way to wrap it up. with um, Mm -hmm. A truly deranged movie. (laughs) A truly deranged film that will live on in our minds forever. And And our our Taroni bags. And our Taroni bags. (laughs) They were in their Taroni bag with this one. (laughs) Not that. (laughs) And I think that's so important. It is. Um, It is. Is there anything else you would like to add? I think that's it. I think we've said a lot, and a lot of important stuff came out <laughs> I think today. so. A really important scholarly discussion oh, yeah. on Spiral, the book of Song. The book of <laughs> Um Please feel free to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at HonestlyPod, and Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. Um, you can email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. It's not too late to send us spooky stories. We'd love to hear them whenever. We'd love to hear a spooky story anytime, any place. Name the time. any place place, and the the function. function. We'll give it to you, no interruption. No interruption. Um, check out our website, thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It will lead you nowhere. And you want to go somewhere. Spiral with us. On the Spiral website. with us on the website. We have merchandise for merchandise. You can go to our website, click the little merch tab, and it'll take you there. Or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com. Check it out. We have so many cute things. Little cartoon faces. Yikes! A lot of good stuff. Maybe more stuff to come. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Watch this space. We'll see. Um. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We're on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, SoundCloud, Potable, Pocket Casts, maybe other places. We don't know. It's kind of, podcasts is a crazy world. It's the wild, wild west out (laughs) there. It is. If you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you can leave us a review, don't forget to send us a screenshot of it, and we'll send you some limited edition, honestly, on stickers. Please. Please. They're so limited in addition. They're so limited, so addition, and we'd really love to send you some. Help us help you. That's all we're saying. God helps those who help themselves. Get them while they're hot. And they are piping. Piping hot like the wax on (laughs) Angie Garza's face. Amen, sister. Up top. (laughs) Nice. Hell yeah. Um, is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween Spooky Halloween <laughs> Ooh. 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 Spooky Ooh. scary skeletons sure. And chairs that are Honestly is part of the Frolic Podcast Network Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media forward slash podcasts